Hey, everybody. Super funny show this morning. Ryan Carson, uh, the former COO of Moonbirds, joins the show, discusses his big sale from yesterday, and talks a bit about why he's keeping the proceeds from that sale in Ethereum and not U.S. dollars. We also talk about some projects that don't get that much love on the show, like crypto dick butts and other NFTs that we think could potentially go up. It's just a really funny show in general, a particularly funny one, in my opinion. As usual, uh, this content is sponsored sponsored by FTX. Sign up at the nifty.com slash FTX or with the code the nifty on your FTX mobile app. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is the NFT morning show. It's Thursday. Excited to talk shop this morning. We do the show Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. Eastern time, where we talk all things NFT market. What projects are working? What projects are hurting? Who's making money? Who's losing money? All the stories of the NFT space. It looks like Twitter Spaces has actually blessed us with a new feature, which is very interesting. The comment feature. So that's going to be pretty fascinating to pay attention to, to see all of the hateful comments when we have negative sentiment towards people's bags. Uh, I'm P.O. I'm here with my co-host Nifty Nick, Signal, Captain Kicks, Ezeeds Bodega, and our badass speaking squad, Benjamin Node, and the one and only Spencer Gordon Sand. Uh, but before we go any further, Nifty Nick, how you doing this morning? I'm doing all right, but I wish you brought a more positive attitude with you this morning. It's just way too negative. Really? Yeah, what, it's what just kinda... not, we need more positivity here. Um, you're causing the price of ETH to drop, and, uh, and same as BTC. So, like, I don't know what, what happened this morning, but it just felt the energy. You know, it was just like, what, what's going on here? I'm, I'm dumping. Pia's not, not uh, positive enough. Okay, well, I mean, look, I'll definitely try to be more positive, Nick. Can you demonstrate what a more positive attitude might sound like? So, <laughs> no, I can't afford that. <laughs> Nick, he doesn't know how. One-minute candles are the only thing going up right now. That's what we love. This market's hot. Get smaller. Look at the micro. That's how we got to do it here. You, you got to take your, your five-minute wins uh, if, if that's what you're going for here. Um. In all honesty, uh, I'm doing all right. You know, uh, the last night we had good technical analysis. I was like, I don't know. I don't have any action until we hit 1016 on ETH. That's what we hit. So we're at it. We hit it this morning. It bounced off of it, literally off my line. So I don't know at this point. I still don't have any action on this, but uh, it was fun. And uh, if you missed yesterday, uh, Captain Kicks brought some really <laughs> deep technical oh, he, analysis to the stage he gave us um he he, he was he in uses the fucking zone his the technology that he uses to analyze um to to provide the technical analysis is quite robust uh if you there there were only like 17 ads on the page uh that he was looking at um and it was pr it was pretty enjoyable uh to observe that um overall you know, I'm wishing that uh, I had sold the other NFT that I was looking at. But, you know, you can't, you can't perfectly time everything. This is good. In terms of the comments that you said, I had seen this feature before. Um, really, it's just a reply to your uh, initial, like yeah. when you create the space. Yeah. Um, so it's just replies to a tweet, which, I mean, from that standpoint, it does add... Uh, a lot of engagement, though, at least. So let's see if 
every single Twitter user this morning is uh, is tuned into our space thanks to this new feature. Oh, yeah. I think everybody's going to be talking Everyone about Everyone on Twitter? Yeah. I mean, Captain Kicks pulling up that chart was one of the highlights of my week for sure. I didn't expect it. Uh, for people that didn't watch the YouTube video, Kicks pulled up the chart, and the thing literally looked like it was uh, – it was from like pre-dot-com bubble. Like, you know, th this thing looked like it was straight out of 1998. It looked like he was using... It was a GeoCities website that exactly. some 13-year-old some kid was creating. <laughs> the fucking Netscape. With. The RC ads were the best part. He's just like, yeah, so the, the, the bold jangle bands here and there's just car seat ads scrolling across the screen. Like, you can't beat it. Yeah, it, it was hilarious. Well, and he's um, clearly looking for housing in either South or North Carolina was another thing that we took away from it. Uh, so he must have been. Uh, I mean, let's be honest. Like, I've looked for housing in, like, Portugal and Spain uh, in my in my free time. Am I going to actually pull the trigger? No. Like, that's, no, that, that's that not sounds – that's right up Nick's alley. Is like, yeah, let's take a look at Portugal, like Portuguese <laughs> villas that we're just no, never gonna move. No, to. no, no. It's it's definitely not villas. It's like single apartments. There used to be a tax break, but I was chatting with someone uh, the other day. I don't remember who told me that that tax break is no longer in place. But there was some uh, uh, crypto trading benefits. There's another visa you can get, which you can um, essentially just buy uh, for not or it, the passive income. Visa or something like that, which shows that you made a minimal amount of money in passive income over the course of the year. And does that just mean like, well, anyways, it doesn't matter what the context is. Apparently, they're closing some of those loopholes. Um, but I was like, can I just buy an apartment uh, in somewhere which has, you know, half decent weather and go live there for a period of time remotely? So that's some sort of things that I fantasize about. And that shows up in my retargeting ads. <laughs> well, very nice. Um, it's not Signal's day for the weather report, but I did want to see how she's doing. I know yesterday morning, Signal, you literally got punked by a YouTuber. Uh, so that was a, a funny little anecdote that we could hear uh, yesterday. How are you doing this morning? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I don't know if I'll make it into the show. I think he just goes around pissing people off the whole day. And then whoever has <laughs> the worst or the funniest reaction ends up. And I, I think I was kind of in the middle. I, I probably should have like Will Smith him. But then, yeah, I probably would have been arrested. But today, I have to say what happened. This is going to sound like such a tiny win, but <laughs> we didn't have internet because we've just moved into a new apartment. And long story short, it's taken six weeks to get internet in our apartment. And the guy came today. And when he said there's internet, the first person I thought of was Gentle Tornado. And I was like, this is my gratitude moment of the day. Let's ride. There's internet. <laughs> Thank <laughs> so, you for yeah. the internet. <laughs> exactly. So I'm really happy today. I've got internet and uh, I can be on the show. Perfect. Well, that's fantastic, Sig. Uh, we're always happy to have you here, obviously. The man himself, Captain Kicks, the champion of technical analysis, the guy with the most modern TA tools on the block. How's it going, buddy? It's going great, man. You know, big Mac D guy. Uh, <laughs> looking at the charts right now, getting hit with a Hertz ad and a Merrill Lynch ad right now. Um, <laughs> so you, you know I'm you know I'm in that real top tier demo. They're like this guy travels. He's got some fucking cash. Um, <laughs> this guy rents cars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but I mean, you know, you, you sometimes you got to be patient for that MACD cross. It takes a little while here. We got a little bit of a pullback. I ain't too worried though. Uh, sitting mostly in cash, but uh, Nick once again just hitting that perfect pico bottom at ten sixteen. We'll see what happens next. 
But let's get into the weather report today. It's Thursday. Is it the last day of June? I don't know. I don't remember if there's 30 or 31 days in it, but <laughs> it we're is, getting damn close to July. I got to pay my rent. So, get that rent out, buddy. Open sea volume coming in at 16 million. It's been ranging there for a little bit of period of time. We'll have to see today. Likely it's going to go down with ETH going down since it's priced in USDC. The blue chips looking pretty good. We got apes at 90, mutants at 18, punk sitting at 66. Not much of a change there. They're still kicking above 20 ETH. Doodles at 13 ETH. Pranksy tweeting a lot about uh, being bullish on the duties. Um, so we'll see what happens there. They got some news events on the horizon, lots of movement over there. Clonex at 11 ETH. Most of the blue chips just sitting around and ranging. Apes had the highest uh, sales volume until Wizards uh, came in and uh, took the throne on the 24-hour. Let's see what that volume is at right now. Wizards doing 2,000 ETH in volume. Freedom Mint Project. Floor is currently sitting at 0.23, went all the way up close to 0.5 yesterday. Yesterday, it had 5.6K owners. Today, it's down to 5.2K owners. If you don't know why that happened, then you don't know why these pump and dumps are happening. Uh, just, you know, it's, uh, it's a game out there. Let's just say that. Um, other notable news events coming into the studio right now. Karma Monkey from OnChain Monkey Team had their mint yesterday. Wapi did cover this yesterday. Uh, was wondering if uh, the OnChain Monkey community was going to be able to defend the floor and proudly can say yes. Wapi don't miss. Uh, that is sitting at 0.5 E. Huh? What's up, baby? They they have yet to mint out like fifteen thousand items, so I don't know how successful you would say them defending the point five floor is. Oh, Lock there's fifty thousand more to go. Yeah, they're fucked. Um, over to other important news. Um, Ryan Carson auctioned off his rare cosmic moonbird, bought it for sixty nine ETH, sold it for a hundred and forty three ETH. Let's go, Ryan Carson. Nice trade there, up almost 2x in ETH, down a little bit in USD. But if Ryan Carson is following my MACD trade, you know, that USD position may get a little bit better there. Sitting on a nice stack of ETH. OpenSea had a huge data breach after an employee at their email data vendor shared OpenSea users' email addresses with an unauthorized external party uh, OpenSea has warned the community to be aware of the phishing attacks. Shout out to that employee. I hope you understand what you did is a federal crime. You're pretty dumb. Also, a big shout out to OpenSea using just uh, a, uh, a customer.io, an email vendor. Have you ever heard of MailChimp, bro? Maybe upgrade that stuff. Yo, I like customer.io. I like their functionality, okay? Oh, do you also like when their uh, underpaid employees uh, breach uh, your sensitive data? One of my Over favorite features. One of your favorite features. Well, it looks like it came in today, buddy. The crypto markets, Bitcoin down to 19K. ETH fighting at that $10,000 floor. ETH is just feeling that MACD pressure, but it's just <laughs> not, <laughs> not, <laughs> it's not fully capitulating. It's still going down. It's at 1030. Uh, markets are quiet. Uh, 
People are getting bored, depressed. You don't know what to call it, but guess what? Um, you know, it looks like we're ranging here. ETH ping pong and around, blue chips ping pong and around. We'll have to see if we get a breakout to the downside. Obviously, everyone's going to be a little scared. If we sit in this range for a little period of time, if ETH and Bitcoin can kind of bounce around in this range, if the blue chips can bounce around in this range, uh, and we can keep the botters from ruining every project out there. Maybe we can get some action in NFTs. Let's see what happens. Um, and just want to shout out Gossamer Seeds sitting at 0.4 ETH floor. That's it for me. Back to you in the studio, P.O. Well, if we're throwing shout outs, I want to quickly shout out Soul Buckets and show Dylan in the crowd. Love seeing some of the heavy hitters from Solana. Since I've been co-hosting Easy Show, Solana Made Easy, I'm basically a heavy hitter in the Solana space now because I sit there for an hour and I don't say anything and I don't understand what's going on, but always love seeing those guys in the crowd. Uh, we brought Ryan Carson on stage, uh, former Proof Collective uh I, I don't know, uh, COO, I don't know, something like that, Ryan. But you have that big, uh, that sale from this week. That was a big move. Uh, are you just, are you feeling he's, yourself he's right usually, now? He's typically a steward of large piles of cash. Uh, last time you were on, we, we discussed uh, how much uh, was on the balance sheet, and it was not a lot to us, uh, but to us measly peasants. Welcome. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> GM, GM, everybody. Fun to, fun to be on stage. Uh, well, well, congratulations on the sale. What are you doing with all that cash? Uh, keeping it in ETH, that's for sure. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, come on. Like, do we all really believe ETH is going to stay this it's low dead. for the long term? It's, it's dead. <laughs> Quick, let's, uh, let's get out of crypto. Let's, uh, yeah. No, it, hold knee. That's the game. I mean, I agree with you. The thing is, you know, you have that taxable event from the sale. And I think the question is, do we think ETH is going to stay this low for this year, right? And and that's the question everyone's asking because of, you know, the tax situation. But I, so you're placing the bet that ETH's going to pump, you know, in 2022, you know, just above where it's at now? No, I, I'm, I'm a long-term thinker. And I know, uh, I, I believe, obviously, in L1s like ETH long-term, right? And I, I think it would be... I just think it'd be unwise to to go back to USD right now. So I, I may I may withdraw a little bit, but yeah, I'm I'm long ETH. I always will be. Yeah, I, by the end of this show, Yo. you're gonna dump the whole bag, <laughs> Nick. Go ahead. <laughs> take take no peasants. Accumulate ETH. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, you know, looking at the NFT market, right, uh, looks very similar to yesterday. Seeing a bit of a pullback on some of the uh, the winners of the week, like Other Deed, uh, CryptoPunks, number two in the overall volume. You know, Doodles hanging around there. Seeing some of the projects that uh, Kicks identified in his weather report pulling back a little bit, and I think you know that was expected for a lot of us. Uh, of us. Seeing some Solana projects emerge in the top 15 uh, as well. I mean, look, it's such an interesting market. If you're looking to get in the mix with not a big bag, Solana continues to prove to be uh, an effective way to do that as long as you can find the projects that that ball of money is rotating to. 
But I'd just be curious if anyone on stage, you know, is really like passionate about anything um, that's a recent release. I mean, we have Gossamer Seed hanging around in the top 25, sticking around at point four, which I believe is what Captain Kicks bought it at. Um, Sappy Seals also coming into the top 25, which I think uh, was a product of NFT NYC because apparently they did have a pretty significant presence there. But other than that, just seeing, you know, kind of random projects hanging around the top 50, a lot of Solana presence. You know, I'd be curious, oh, Ryan, you have your hand raised. Uh, do you have any thoughts on what we're talking about here? Yeah, I just wanted to comment on the show that I listen to you all quite a bit. And I think it's hilarious because, P.O., you seem like this kind of rational, normal investor who seems to care about the teams and and the long term vision and then and then. The rest of you kind of oscillate from this wild sort of trading perspective. And it, it's hilarious, uh, number one. But number two, I, I just don't th- see how anybody can take these short-term you know, pump and dumps seriously if they're not quickly trading. Like, I'm still betting heavily proof ecosystem. I, I think it's a killer team. Like, there's only a couple projects that I would actually bet on right now. The rest is just super hardcore gambling, which is why I listen to the show. It's kind of funny. <laughs> well, 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 Ryan, we, we, that's the point. Yeah, we lose money on those. That's, that's the, uh, and, and it's entertaining. <laughs> it's great. The <laughs> NFT morning gambler show. <laughs> well, I said, you know, I said to someone when the uh, NFT market crashed by 90%, I was like, well, it's a good thing that at this point, you know, we have our like shows established and everything. Because if, if everything just goes to zero, we'll literally just start doing sports betting and, and do content on that. You know, <laughs> I think you'd be good at it. Yeah, it's it's basically the same thing. But no, I mean, look, what you just said, Ryan, is something to really think about. Um, I mean, you look at Moonbirds, and and obviously we know that you're biased towards Moonbirds, but we talk about it all the time that people just hate selling Moonbirds, and that floor is just so strong. And if you're going to bet on a project that's in the kind of the quote-unquote startup category of the NFT space, that's definitely one of them. I think that the market is identifying Doodles as another, and then obviously the Yuga Labs ecosystem. But what we've really been talking about since uh, the market's pulled back so far is that, you know, entities like CryptoPunks, uh, I love the quote from Noah, who's managing CryptoPunks for Yuga Labs, you know, that he's treating it like a dead artist's uh, estate. I really, really, really love that quote. And I think that that's an appropriate way to approach it. But the thing is, is all these projects that we're talking about have these really high floors in USD. Like if you look at the, the Moonbirds floor is, you know, 20, 21,000 bucks, which feels cheap right now compared to the all-time highs of Moonbirds. So if you have a big bag, that's definitely something to, to look at buying. But you know, plenty of participants in the NFT space don't have a big bag and they want to get to that point. So some of their, those lower-cost gambles are how they can get it. But obviously, it's risky business. Nick, you were going to add so, something? Well, yeah. I was going to include in that startup category of uh, potential blue chips is Sphinx Underground Society, uh, currently <laughs> ranked as number 14. I just wanted to make sure you included Dude, that in the list. Relax. <laughs> that's exactly why i listen to the show those that, those kind of tips right there well uh, hey nick don't make me get soul buckets and, and chill and billing up here with easy you're gonna get like a three-on-three basketball game you me and ryan versus buckets easy and, and villain and you know they're gonna be like throwing alley-oops to each other so be careful for the three of you. that's a problem what was that? i don't even know what game we're playing in that scenario <laughs> it, it suddenly went from flipping garbage nfts to uh playing basketball i'm not good at either of those sports i'm gonna be <laughs> honest so 
maybe. <laughs> e easy yeah, as I I'm going to get dunked on. That's all I know. <laughs> I like picturing easy throwing alley-oops to soul buckets and just having them tomahawk on Nick. Uh, what, but easy, what, what is this picture being painted? <laughs> it, it, Peel like threw me on the basketball court. I didn't even know I was playing the game. And they're just like, yo, go dunk on this guy. It, it, Yo, Nick, just go go devastate him. Nick's got the short shorts. He's looking like a late 80s player. He's got Nick, the headband on. Nick seems like he would be more like the manager. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, you had your hand raised. What's going on? No, I mean, it was just some of the comments earlier, like the aspect of gambling in the market at the moment. It's certainly true, but at the same time, like some of us don't have $64 million to buy a bunch of stuff. <laughs> so like personally, I think we got to take swings here on some of these other plays uh, to at least try to get a stack. Um, well, what are your plays that you're making right now, Easy? Uh, well, you know me, I'm actively on salamis still at the moment. So, you know, I'm pretty much of smaller things for the pores as a poor individual myself. I'm just adamant about making a couple bucks here. So, okay. So, so what are the salamis? Uh, so yesterday we had lost pirates. That was a cheap, cheap buy to swing on the low side. Secret Sorry. So salami is a five. reference to people who trade Solana. Yes. Yes. I completely <laughs> missed that. You you keep saying that every episode, and I just assumed that was some like marketplace that I wasn't familiar no, with. No, when Solana's under forty dollars, it becomes either Solano or Salami. They change they change space. So I like it, that. It okay. Like differentiates over two sixty. It's Solana. So so it's like it's like uh, you're 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 uh, dealing with like Lunchables for lunch. That's the type yes. of stuff that yes. you're eating right now. Okay. Uh, as as you've said, it's lunch money gains. Uh, this is the portal, so we're here for it. <laughs> Listen to that analysis. That's it's 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 about. it's like easy was uh, it's like re he's reading off a text message conversation with a bunch of acronyms and 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 reading that like it's plain English and I'm just like wait hold on one sec I don't understand what happened and then Pio's over here throwing me onto a basketball court like I was like I woke up from a hangover and suddenly I'm in a place that I'm unfamiliar with and they're just like yo defend the ball defend the ball and I'm like wait what hold on I don't even know what game I'm playing. So anyways, I appreciate that. So now I know where I am. Uh, back to it. Thank you. I like throwing Nick into situations that people might not expect him to be in. I like picturing him hooping. I like picturing him, I don't know, at a, at a poker table, just, you know, going all in and stuff like that. I, that would be funny. Poker seems like a, more reasonable. Yeah. If there was like an in-person NFT poker tournament, I would love to have have that on camera to see the way Nick like just conducts himself with layers at the table. I feel like you could get in their head, you know? Uh, yeah. Until I make some wild bet, which is usually how I go out in poker because I'm just like my ADHD is sitting there and just being like, yo, this is boring, Nick. Like that's the, my inner voice talking to myself. And then it's just like, yo, uh, we lost for a second. Nick. I don't know there. if that's, yeah, it was probably, it was, it was probably off. like my maid service or something like that, you know? <laughs> all right all right friends i have to go do adult things and buy groceries what? so i, I yo yeah, enjoy the yeah, inflation yeah yo, did you see that <laughs> thanks eggs went up 300 percent in the past week bro i got uh, a thousand of them in my closet i'm, <laughs> I'm gonna buy things. gonna buy and flip those all right take care guys see, see you man Bye. um so i do flipping eggs but to make omelets <laughs> so so spencer uh, <laughs> oh I, I, man <laughs> Hold on, Pio. You got to throw the respect on that joke that it deserves. 
Oh, look, Spencer's got zingers. I know that. And I'm glad that uh, that Spencer unmuted there. Uh, you know, I love throwing throwing to Spencer uh, just to hear his takes, you know, because I feel like he does give a different perspective. He's not exactly uh, like a salami trader the way that Easy's talking about. Um, you know, Spencer, like, what do you think of the past 24 hours? We do this show every day. I know only so much can change. Um, I personally sold an artifact space pod that I got for free just because I got it for free. And I was like, look, at some point, you got to take this free stuff and sell it. Um, I just want to know, like, you know, what do you think of what's going on? Was I a dumbass to sell that p space pod? What are you thinking? I mean, look, look, I think if you, if you need the liquidity, sell it. I, I think we're at the point in the market right now where people are realizing like a couple of things. One is, oh, my bags are probably not going up pretty soon. And then two, <laughs> my bags are probably going lower in the like medium to, to near term, right? And I think what's important to look at here, and we talk about this a lot on the show, is like, why is that happening? And if, when you look, the number one thing that I'm looking at is liquidity, right? It just, it, it, we're starting it to points where like it almost doesn't matter that much with the prices. I know I sold some stuff a couple days ago uh, on Sunday when ETH pumped a little bit and there's sort of more of a bullish sentiment around NFT NYC. But like, I, I, I just, I don't know there's so much new stuff going on. And so I think like we, we tend to over trade in this space and I'm really just like, I know everyone's like, oh, bear markets are for building. But I think right now is a really good time if you're in the space to think about, okay, maybe you've contributed as a um, investor and you've made some good flips, et cetera, et cetera. But can you get involved with projects behind the scenes? Can you help them out? Can you do your own project? Do you have art that you want to make? Like how else can you be involved? Because I think like, and this is how I approach it too, is I have been taking this time to build in more career risk for myself space because I think I'm super long in the space but I'd rather be investing my time building like relationships and building influence and building like resources that I have to build through the next bull run. Because I think you really like are well served in this moment. Um, instead of trading one minute candles, trading like career risk on the, on the long term. That, that's just my personal view. And I get why people do other versions of it. But like, if you're not building right now, like why? I like I like your uh, analysis, and I'm picturing a meme created of me sitting and drawing a picture on some paper in a chair, sitting in an empty room, being like, "I'm trying to build here." And, <laughs> and like, oh yeah, uh, but but I, I like literally don't draw, so I'm now just like drawing squiggles, being like, "No, d don't worry." We're and, and I'm saying to myself, "We're gonna make it." All right, so we got some people to throw to. Uh, I'm also like super fucking excited that we got Fran Alations on stage. I know it's early as fuck for him, so shout out Fran. I'm gonna throw to these other speakers, and then I want to throw to Fran. Um, fair warning: what I want to talk to Fran about is other deed, and I we're not gonna talk about it the whole show, okay? And I know people are like, oh, other deed for the. Oh my god, here time. we go again. Oh my P god, Pio's trying to figure out how much his coat is worth. No, no, no surprise, that's not it's worth less. <laughs> Oh, no, that's not, dude. I'm about to. I'm about to sell that shit under. I'm about to sell the coda at a, at the just overall floor price so that I can talk about this shit without people saying that I'm biased. But uh, but Fran has a unique background because he played World of Warcraft and he has some really because good, he because he once played a video game. Yeah, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this is this is relevant. Yeah, you, you can laugh, but this. Yo, is I paid played World of Warcraft when I was like uh, 13 in my buddy's basement. 
and we were out there playing it. So I'm pretty qualified to speak on the matter as well. Nick, I, Nick, every time. I, bought the, I bought the game at the beginning, and I was 11 years old, so there's no way you were playing it when you were 13. Okay, maybe I was younger. Oh, I, don't know. I forgot that Kicks played it too. So you, you should be qualified to speak on it. You probably just forgot. Uh, Are we just skipping over me? I just told you I played in my friend's basement. I just want to make sure that people here recognize that. I played backyard that. baseball growing up. So besides, probably right up my alley. <laughs> well, we, we got. I used NFT. to play at the pool. <laughs> we, we got NFT God on stage. NFT God is, I believe, the largest and the largest individual holder of our NFT. That doesn't count like, you know, our investors and, and people like that. But like as far so, as like. So he's not the largest holder. No, no, like the individual, like a guy, like, you know, like the one guy that owns the, or, or gal that okay. owns the most of our NFT. The guy is NFT God. He's the guy, you know. So <laughs> NFT God, my man, how you doing? Nick, maybe you should believe in your own company as much as I do, huh? Oh, yeah, oh shit, about, baby. Okay, uh, I'm gonna have I'm to go buy well. more of these NFTs. Yeah, well, you should be able to afford a point too, Nick. <laughs> He's calling out your wallet. Let NFT. me go sweep the floor. Actually, no, I don't have enough in that wallet. <laughs> <laughs> What's on your mind, NFT God? Uh, I want to talk a little about what Spencer was talking about, about building in this kind of bear market. One thing I feel like is not talked about a lot is CloneX and some of the things they're doing. Yeah. They're about to launch their own creator economy. And basically what that is, is they're going to be releasing 3D versions of all the CloneXs and just sending it to everyone for free. And then creating a marketplace where, I, like the big trend right now is all these projects like Psychedelics Anonymous and Doodles is, is re releasing trade marketplaces but they're all traits by like the creators, which I feel like that's kind of the first step in where we're going. But I don't think it's the final destination. I feel like what CloneX is doing is kind of the final destination where anyone can create any of their own traits or clothing for their CloneX. So using like uh, technologies that most technical people know, like Unity, some 3D technologies like Blender, you can go in and create your own clothes for your CloneX. And then down the road, they actually just released their roadmap. You'll be able to forge this clothes. You'll be able to actually create the clothes in real life and wear them, which is really interesting because no other project will be able to support this type of thing, right? Like they have the backing and manufacturing power of Nike behind them to kind of create all these clothes, all these, like these real life items that connect to your NFT, which, you know, we talked about fashion NFTs for a while. And I don't think it really turned anything, but this seems like it's going to be the first one that actually turns into something. So if you're looking to build, you know, in this bear market, pick up some useful skills like Unity and Blender and you can like get ahead of this economy and make a shit ton of money if you if you get into this. For sure. And I mean, you know, I've said it more than once that I think that that ecosystem, the artifact ecosystem is like on the startup NFT side is like pro probably top three, top four probably top three let's be real um but yeah great great insight we got her crypto on stage her crypto you are a crypto girl in a crypto world you're a web3 builder and you are a community integration leader I, what's going on i like how we read twitter bios like that's the uh the, that's hilarious sorry didn't mean to interrupt hey guys no yeah no worries thanks for having me up here i uh i'm feeling like this is actually my first day post nft nyc because um, I got hit with the ultimate co-op. I don't know about you guys if you heard of it, the COVID. <laughs> you and everybody else. Uh, hope you're feeling better. Oh, yeah, finally. Definitely, finally better. Um, but I just wanted to kind of pop in on, on what NFC God and Spencer were saying, too, about it being the uh, builder's uh, time. And, and um, 
Yeah, for sure. I think this is, you know, to really double down on the projects that have been around for a long time. Um, you know, for me uh, personally, instead of kind of looking at what's new all the time or what's, you know, what's minting today, um, I would definitely still say to invest if you're going to uh, put your money somewhere, put your ETH somewhere, or put your Solana somewhere. And it's, it's good to hear, Pio, that you're kind of listening in more on the Solana side too. Um, but is, is projects that have been around for a while and that are continuing to build because I think the projects that are building through this time are going to be the ones that when we're ready to turn around and the market's on the way back up, they're going to be ahead of the game. So um, I'm excited. It's been a good, um, the, bear, the quote unquote bear market is, has been really good. I've been building, like you said, I'm a, a community integration leader. Um, we're not here to pump bags, but the Bulls and Apes project been doing really well. Um, but I am interested to hear what you want to talk to Fran about with other deeds, because I do have a little uh, heard something might be getting announced around July 16th. Well, yeah, yeah you heard right. That's well, the big. Uh, that's it's the not big an announcement. The announcement occurred. The action is happening then, uh, which is the release the demo. of a technical. Is it or is it a bit like are we are we going to get like the ability to play in it? Like, what's the deal with that? That's uh, I feel like that may be what's happening. Let's quickly throw to Fran. We're not going to spend the rest of the show on this before everybody starts Welcome crying. Welcome to the other deep show. It's, Good yeah, morning. Okay, so relax, everybody. Go make a coffee if you don't want to listen to this part of the show. Just chill out. Uh, but Fran, my guy, how you doing? Um, uh, other deed. Yeah, uh, good morning, everyone. So, yeah, so basically, um, you know, like it was mentioned before, I definitely spent, you know, the past half of my life uh, playing World of Warcraft, I would play pretty hardcore when new expansions came out. And that's when those uh, economies were really like kicked off at the start of new expansions. You can kind of compare that to the release of this tech demo. And so my thought process here is if they're integrating the, the features that are going to be in the game, the idea of play to earn could be there. Um, out the jump, kind of testing those uh, systems. And so we already know that the lands have resources. So uh, if early testers on the game are able to, uh, you know, mine the ore or gather the, the herbs or whatever and um, uh, get those resources, the idea that we might be getting almost micro Yuga NFTs um, out the gate. Um, anyone who's played the uh, Cooltopia game in order to hatch your egg, you're basically giving all these resources and those resources can be sold for milk um, or you can actually take them onto open seas and sell them. Uh, I believe it's uh, polygon um, um, listings or whatever. So um, just something to think about the idea that not only are we going to be playing this game, but almost minting these micro NFTs, um, whether uh, in some cases it might be bigger NFTs like the codas or, you know, smaller NFTs like the resources, something to look out for and, uh, you know, a potential that might be coming in that te uh, tech demo. So in theory, we could play the tech demo and actually extract NFTs from the land. And, and would that be the Correct. land you own? Yeah, potentially. I mean, you know, uh, no one really knows. We, we don't have the game yet. It could be uh, from land you own or maybe just from playing the game in general. Uh, there might be other resources we don't even know about. So, you know, the idea of almost minting NFTs through playing the game uh, is something that I, uh, I think we have at least potential to see. Okay, and then last question. Gun to your head, do you feel like this is going to pump after the demo comes out, or do you think it's going to be underwhelming given the nature of the NFT market? So I agree with everything you guys have been saying for, for days. It, you know, Usually, um, 
you know, the whole idea is um, buy the rumor, sell the news. So the potential for, you know, the assets to go down after is definitely there, especially after people kind of jump in for 15 minutes, see what they want to see and then like get out or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I don't expect, you know, the, the price to go up uh, significantly. But, you know, for those that are already interested in the ecosystem in the first place, like I said, the idea of extracting micro Yuga uh, NFTs out of it, I think that is the exciting part. Um, and that's you're expecting that to happen imminently? Um, the idea that it's a tech demo, um, maybe testing out some of the features that they're implementing. I, I think just the wording on that is, is what got me excited is, you know, um, if they're going to be groundbreaking in any way, um, using Web3 technology, I think right out the gate and testing that, I think would be uh, an important thing to do. So we'll, we'll have to wait and see how it actually plays out. But um, just based off of, like I said, with the, the Cool Cats game, the fact that they're already doing that on a smaller scale, I, I think the uh, likelihood is a, at least a possibility. I mean, look, that's something that I didn't see coming. So maybe uh, that is something that surprises people. We'll see. We're going to do a little reset. That was our other deep talk. I hope you were able to get through that. What's going on, Nick? I was doing a reset. Right before you, gun to your head. What's your trade here? On what? Other deed? Yeah, just gun to head. I don't know, dude. I don't care. It's it, like if I hold it, that's cool. If I sell it, that's cool. Who cares? Uh, anyway, this is the NFT Morning Show, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. Shout out to our sponsor, FTX. Sign up at thenifty.com slash FTX or with the code thenifty on your FTX mobile app. While all these other exchanges and funds are literally blowing up, literally going to zero, Sam Bankman-Fried is throwing his weight around personally buying 7% of Robin Hood. Holy shit, who does that? Who the fuck does that at like 30 years older, younger, youngest self-made billionaire in the world? FTX is a badass crypto exchange. <laughs> Gasses transactions on NFTs. Sign up at thenifty.com slash FTX or with the code thenifty on your FTX mobile app. If you want to speak on this show, raise your hand, request to speak, come on stage and talk about what you're seeing in the NFT market. Don't come on stage and uh, shill some bullshit. Come on stage and actually have a good conversation. Uh, that's how we do it here. Yo, Nick. <laughs> who spends so. money the way that fucking SBF does? No one spends money the way that SBF does because he's a motherfucking billionaire. That's what he does. And you know what he spends it on? Our sponsorship. That's right. That's FTX. <laughs> the nifty.com slash FTX. That's where you're headed if you want to be, become a motherfucking billionaire. You, one trade at a time. I don't care if it's fractional shares because you only got a few fucking pennies. You know, you can go in there and uh, accumulate your way until you got one whole share of Berkshire Hathaway. In the interim, you know, just accumulate those pennies and one day you can be like that motherfucking billionaire SBF. You know, that's the type of sponsorship we do around here. So if you're interested in that sort of sponsorship, you know, give us a call. That's the way that we speak about our sponsors. And that's the type of respect we throw on a damn name. That, that's what I'm talking about. I'm going to throw it a note in a second. I wanted to just uh, throw something out there because people in the Discord said that I pick people to speak based on their bios, and that's 100% correct. If your bio says, like, you're an NFT collector, um, you, you're up. You're, you're going to get on stage. So just want, Or, like, if I just get the indication that you're an NFT market participant from your Twitter uh, account, you're, you get on stage. Literally just switch your Twitter bio as he just instructed you and, that, and literally and then show up. And then shill the shit out of your project. Just try and get it through. <laughs> try and slide that one through. Don't. Please don't. We no. had a temporary one pass over there. You saw that, right? Like, just like, you know, this is not a shill zone. I just work for name of company. Yeah, but that was a really actually, great project. 
But I, I'm curious to hear about, you know, what your thoughts are. I gave them a pass because they sponsored our show like two weeks ago and they co-sponsored our NFT NYC event. So obviously I'm going to give them a pass. You already know. Shout out to Bulls and Apes for providing sponsorship. Uh, while we're at it, shout out to Space Plus, a previous sponsor that was going to send one person to space. But then they ended up sending five motherfuckers to space. Not yet, but they're going to. Um, that's a badass move. Uh, that is something that you don't commonly see in the nft space Yo, that's the a opposite, badass move the opposite of a rug pull instead of sending one person to space they they're sending five so shout out to space plus chris bennett Whole they ain't squad. even coming back they just went straight to the moon that was the goal mission accomplished yeah i like it it's just it's a one-way ticket uh no do you have your hand raised what's going on yeah i i didn't get a chance to say screw you ryan carson for wow calling, Whoa, what calling me calling me not a long-term investor like that, I, I take I take special offense. I was way more aggressive than me. Oh. Yeah, I, I that, take special offense to this, Mr. Rank Rank Carson. I'm, well, he I'm doesn't know about the price of eggs. That's the type of person out, he is. That's he's what out I heard. here. He's out here pretending like he's all high and mighty, the long term investor, bro. I still own my Moonbird. You just dumped <laughs> yours. You know, like I'm out here. I'm out here investing. I got I got NFTs I could sell for long term cap gains. This guy has uh, dumped all of his NFTs, you know, and now he's now he's doing his fun. So anyway, need to get that off my chest, Mr. Ryan, you know, this backhanded compliment to the show like, hey, P.O., you're great. All the rest of you guys, you fucking suck. losers, yeah, you <laughs> losers don't know how to trade. Okay, okay let's go head to head, buddy. I want to raise the fund. I want to go head to head. Let's do this. Well, his ETH no. trade right now is down about 10%. So that's yeah, what that's... Down bag right now. No, question for you. Scissors to your dick. Do you think that you could beat Ryan Carson in basketball? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got, I got, I got, I, I only heard the scissors to my dick. So that's, that's, like, <laughs> that's all you needed to hear. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was the question after that? Oh, yes, Scissors to your dick. What are you having for lunch today? <laughs> I won't even eat lunch, dude. That's it. Like, I won't even eat it. Like, you know, whatever it takes, just take those scissors away. Uh, I got to say, though, today. Yo, real quick note. Scissors, scissors to your dick. Chop your dick off. All right, go ahead. Ow. What? Wow. Wow. Bio just ruined the joke. Like, literally took it and just <laughs> murdered it. We all knew what the implication was, P.O. <laughs> he's like, he's like, yo, if you take him closer, you ain't got no dick. <laughs> so much money. Right, back to the fun oh my God. So, no, as a long-term Take... investor is 64 million dollars a lot of money to you a lot of effing money dude i can tell you <laughs> having round tripped 164th of that i can tell you that was that felt like a lot of money so yes yes that's plenty for me uh but i do i do have an announcement today is my anniversary how many years have i been married question 12. Uh, 21. Zero. What? <laughs> 12. Seven. You know who's closest? P.O. I have been married 11 years. Talk about long-term building. I'm out here building Let's a go. family, all you MFers. Get on yeah. the, get on the, get wow. on the. Wow, he just Dude, dropped some real not. He came Stability. out with some serious this guy's stuff. Long -term is shit. So you basically canceled out all of your long-term gains. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, look so at this dude. This dude's taking long term. Yeah, <laughs> long here I am. Long, long term only. Okay, I will. Bring note is like he is flexing. This like note is flexing like he is a, in a bodybuilding competition right now. He's like, like he's like you don't think I can hold a crypto punk for a long time? Look how long I've been with the, in this marriage, and that marriage has sucked. No, <laughs> you're a long term investor. I've been losing money for a decade. <laughs>
Oh, my marriage is good. I will say that. No, I'm just messing around. I hope it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, are you married, Nick? No, don't. I, I just, uh, no. My, I'm good at imploding <laughs> relationships. If you're interested in advice on that, uh, that's what I'm really good at. But I'm good at uh, me, uh, medium-term investing. That's, that's my sort of hot area. So if you're looking in a, into a seven-year relationship with me, that I'm really good at crushing that. He does relationships the same way he buys NFT mints. He gets three at a time. <laughs> wow. I know, but, but Nick said Nick said he's not good at this trading. So what does that mean for your relationships? Is it midterm or is it short? Uh, no, I'm good. I'm good at midterm trading. That's where my hot Nick zone is. Nick doesn't so. trade, so just like that, uh, he sits on his hands. <laughs> yeah, term trading also not good at short term dating. So we'll see. Uh, the it's more for the midterm. It's like one date. You can't have that. You need to, you need to commit to seven years straight out the gate. Well, no, this is the spiciest. I think uh, I've never thrown to you. Th this is like throwing to you and you like stiff arm the whole other team and did a front flip into the end zone, spiked the ball and like got a flag. S suddenly we're conduct. playing football now. Oh, yeah. Go long. <laughs> we're back. We're uh, back to sports. You always got to go long. <laughs> but no, Wait. okay. Was there something else you wanted to, to talk about or should I? Throw I will. I will. I will just say one one thing I did want to mention about. Uh, speaking of longer term thinking is uh, the generative art, you know, I, I bring this up from time to time. Uh, and and man, like as as uh, all this PFP kind of madness and we start worrying about roadmaps and, roadmaps and everything, I get a lot more bullish on, on on some of the art pieces. Right. So one example was uh, there's a there's a collection called Memories of Chi Lin that uh, yeah. I just thought was, you know, it's it's a beautiful collection from uh, it was on Art Blocks. I think it was released. And uh, I noticed that DC Investor was like, hey, I, uh, I, I, not, I don't think we're getting another chance to buy this at, at this level a couple months ago. And I was like, yeah, I really want one. So I bought one at 1.6 and they're up at like 80th floor right now. So I still think there's opportunities if you've got if you've got an, an eye for art, you know, it's definitely risky. But there's there's I feel I feel great about uh, gen art long term. You know, it's it's going to follow the same kind of pattern as PFPs where. There's only going to be a few that 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 really kind of break free, but uh, if you can make the if you can make the right bet, I still think there's opportunities in that in that market. So, hell yeah! And you know, yesterday I was tweeting about how crypto punks like if someone says what's the sure thing in the NFT space, I said crypto punks, and people responded like Brinkman, for example, who I respect a ton, responded about art blocks, and I said, you know, I don't have the same uh, conviction in art blocks that I do in CryptoPunks. That doesn't mean that I don't have conviction in art blocks, but like that singular, that one thing is CryptoPunks. Uh, but yeah, definitely mad respect for the generative art stuff. And as soon as the traditional art market decides that those things have real value, that's when you're going to see them properly moon. Um, yeah, I want to throw to Spencer and Harito in a minute, but Signal raised her hand. Signal, was there something that you wanted to add to that? Yeah, no, first of all, I can say, no, you're on fire. I don't know where you went in the States. Where you, like, I saw the picture of the beautiful... That was Yosemite. Photo. Okay, Yosemite. Well, can you just package me up some of that air, put it in a jar, send it over to Europe? Because I'm snorting that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Um, We're snoring jars of air. Let's go. <laughs> hey, it's a bear market, but... On I'm going to rub point, some of my gums if you catch my drift, you know? All right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't catch your drift. I don't do drugs. So yeah, please continue. 
Anyway, what I wanted to say as well was Node is completely right. And I think we're seeing, we're starting to see fatigue in these mints that are happening because it's very much get in, get out. Uh, like everyone is just speculating and trading. And because there's nothing like tangible for us to be like, okay, let's ride with this. Then there is this flock to, uh, to generative art, as Node was saying. And we're starting to see it in the data. Like Opblocks curated yesterday, the calligraphy one um by melissa I, I, I can't remember her surname but her first name's melissa did like did really well um so i think we're going to be turning now into art block season whether i mean i don't know how long that's going to last but i just think this flight to quality let's flip art rather than this let's flip um pfp avatars that's going to be happening in the next in like in the next couple of days for sure Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it, all, it's all this stuff so unpredictable. It's hard to to see which way it's going to go. Spencer, you have your hand raised. What's going on, bud? Yeah, I forgot to talk earlier about the the, the the thing, the big thing that's happening today, which is the the Doodles bucket auction. And I think it's pretty interesting how they're doing it. They've got like essentially like you place a bid, and then at the end of the auction, which happens ends in nine hours, um, they're going to divide the like twenty thousand, which is the number of boxes they're selling by the total number of ETH bid by everyone. And that's like the number of boxes you get. Interestingly, it's sitting at like 0.121 ETH, which is right around. So if you were at their in-person activation, you were able to buy one box for I think $125 like US. And so it's interesting to me that right now the auction is sitting right around almost exactly that same number but there's still nine hours left it's just it's it's one of the more interesting mint mechanics i think we've seen in the in the nft space probably ever i would put it up there with kiwami genesis in terms of just like best mint mechanic but i'm also very interested to see how the secondary market will react after this mint because it's unclear to me if there will be a premium on the secondary market afterwards because people are confused by this mint mechanic or if all of the liquidity that it would go in this product is is consumed entirely by this mint mechanic because the the last probably what should happen from like an economist perspective where they they should be pricing this exactly at market demand based on the mechanics however again it's it's a pretty confusing and like detailed one so i, I would say definitely check it out if, if you're interested in this kind of stuff but I, i'm just very curious to see how this goes down um by the end of the day it it sounds innovative the structure of the auction are you going to participate I'm thinking about it. I mean, I'm going to wait until like like a minute or two before the auction's over to see what the actual price will be. I think it's pretty foolish to like. I'm surprised that there are such large like people like Pranksy put 140 ETH on already w without really knowing what the price of the boxes are. So the more people that put, essentially, the more people that are bidding on this, then the fewer boxes Pranksy is going to get for the 140 ETH. So I want to know how much I'm paying for something before I commit to paying for it. So I'm going to wait till the end. Yeah, no, I mean, makes sense. And that's all, that's like how it goes in the NFT space a lot is like just wait until the end uh, and that'll kind of, you know, give you an indication of what the story is. Harito, uh, this guy knows how to hustle. Member of the Lyrical Lemonade team, uh, independent in the music Whoa. industry. That's some hard shit. You, you also got to say that he's got a helmet on his avatar, so he's ready to play some ball. <laughs> Go long, Harito, you already know, uh, Lyrical Lemonade, hardest working group in the music industry. I heard about how, how hard you guys were hustling at that festival. What's going on, buddy? Yeah, man. Um, I just wanted to say, uh, I, Node was, was kind of speaking on this a little bit. Um, fellow married man, so I, I kind of think a, a little bit with, with what Node was saying earlier. But 
I, I see some some parallels here with what's going on in the NFT space. Um, one of the biggest things that, that I'm seeing happening right now is with this bear market is I, I'm seeing like a, a, there's a lot less of those like quick flip opportunities. And I'm seeing like people starting to actually like invest in communities. And I think community is going to be like that next big meta um, that that kind of goes off here where, where people actually start paying attention. I think for the longest time, it was like people loved like the community aspect thing, but they only liked it because it pumped their bags in the short term. Um, I think people well, are like, thing, really... that's all the portal is. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know you guys say no shilling, but man, buy a portal that, uh, that <laughs> at, at, at Mr. Purple was sick. I got to meet Eric Ebron and he invited me to a poker game, which I took down later that evening. Uh, you won, you won the poker game. Yeah. I won the poker game and Eric Ebron never showed up. <laughs> <laughs> he hosted Holy a poker shit. game that you won and he didn't even show up. Yeah. That sounds about right, actually, just given how, how much of a, a life of the party type of guy he was. That's awesome. Shout out to Ebron. Uh, yeah, communities. Well, I would actually prefer that you don't buy the portal. I was just in the Discord saying, I hope our floor crashes so I can, like, buy a bunch and just burn them. But it, ju it just keeps staying resilient. If anyone's interested in just, like, um, selling undercut in the floor, let me know. I'll buy a whole chunk of them off of you just to literally burn them. Uh, that's my interest. I'll take some of the gains and use it to just throw into uh, the fire. And that's our roadmap, everybody. Thank you. <laughs> Nick getting spicy here. Uh, so I just let Floor Poppy on stage. FloorPoppy.eth. I let you on stage because I thought you have a funny name. What's going on? Hey, what's up, guys? Um, no, I just I've been listening to the space for since March, and you guys basically made me. Uh, become addicted to it so i just wanted to thank everybody um in, in this community and i just wanted uh, to mention uh, i feel like um we are entering uh in, in this bear market we're kind of entering a stage where we're defining uh what the new meta is like you know we had the the goblins and um and now all the new projects that are going to come out it's going to be just the evolution of of this new meta, like perhaps dynamic PFPs um, or, or things that uh, that drive you to to new technologies, not just airdrops. You know, some some crazy technologies are being developed in the, in the blockchain space. Um, but but yeah, just in general, uh, I love you guys. Thank you so much for what you guys do. Well, thank you, man. Uh, but I didn't bring you on here for you to just, you know, shower us with just compliments. throw flowers our way. No, yeah, man, no, no. I, hate, I hate recognition. I yeah. hate people saying, wow, you're the greatest, you know, ever to, to have lived. I'm like, yo, stop saying that. That was all that I got is I walked down the streets of New York during NFT NYC, the greatest to have ever lived. And I'm like, yo, that's a little over the top. Like, yeah, stop, man. stop saying those things. We're taking those flowers. We're eating that shit like dandelion greens. You know what I mean? So <laughs> ch check it out, Floor Poppy. What, you got a moon runner. Is that right? Yeah, that is correct. I'm actually okay. very involved in the community. Okay, what'd you buy the moon? How many you got? I have six right now. And, and okay. I burned one yesterday. There's a, uh, one of the guys that's involved in the, in the project. Um, he, he's kind of like involved, but not really doxxed in, in that sense. And we we figured out he's part of the project. He's part of the team, and and he burned uh, someone. Uh, he burned one of the wolves, and it seems like whoever burns a wolf, it's going to basically they're not actually burning it. They're just killing the wolf, and whoever kills the wolf, we're thinking he he's going to become a human, and the humans are the most uh, the most rare in the collection. And after 
there was a, a new moon uh, two days ago, and, and we had a, a change in the backgrounds for all the PFPs. But the, the humans in the collection, which were only two, they turn into werewolves. So we're thinking that whoever burns the wolf, who's actually killing the wolf, it's going to become a human. So it's going to become super rare in the collection. And, and that's how they're gamifying uh, the whole the whole project, really, because the, the lore says that it's humans against wolves, basically. All right, a little reverse werewolf action from Moonrunners. We'll have to see if that is bullish. Uh, I'll look forward to seeing where the project's at in four weeks. Uh, that'll be definitely something to pay attention where, what's to. Your, what's your guess, P.O. Zero? No, not zero. <laughs> Sorry. No. <laughs> Sorry. Point no, I'm not. We're not. I'm not, dude. I'm not calling projects out. I got attacked on Twitter all day yesterday. I just Did you? Open, yeah, I just couldn't. That even was so Twitter. good. I'm glad I encouraged you to do that. If you missed uh, yesterday's video, go back and watch it. I'm gonna take. We it managed down. to get. We managed to get Pio to call a bunch of projects rugs, knowing damn well that that's going to result in just a full-on brutal attack. Uh, so they're it saying that. It doesn't feel good. Uh. Dude, you just got to survive, you know, you just got to survive the moment and you're going to you're going to make it out of this uh, stronger PO. So just st stay with it. The worst is when someone tweets at you just like this, the, you know, they have a PFP of one of the projects that you called out. They just write this this visceral tweet uh, putting you down and then a different account comments on it and like heaps on the hate. You know what I mean? That's that's the best. Um, so we got to so you make going your own burners. So then when someone comments negatively, you can go on your burner and be like, no, I love P.O. That's, that's what they're doing to you with the negative comments. So can you read us some of those comments that like what? really struck to your core? Because I'd be really interested in hearing this. I got one right here. It says P.O. Bitcoin's a piece of shit. Stop <laughs> disrespecting my project. You are terrible. Screw you. By the way, I love the morning show. Is that real? Is that no. real? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I thought that was serious. It sounds literally real. Uh, that's kind of the best is the people that watch the whole YouTube show and just shit on us and the content the whole the time. The entire time on every episode. You're watching the show every day and just putting hateful comments. One guy's pasting the same comment every single day. I see him paste it every day, like five times throughout the show. It's your new apartment looks like it doesn't have much furniture in it. You should have sold more of those Akutars so you could have afforded furniture. Is the wow! Is that the That's a pretty. <laughs> I love that one. Theo, um, I had. Someone, uh, when we were at Ape Fest, came up to me. His name's Anthony. He goes, I just wanted to let you know, I'm probably the biggest troll on your YouTube, and I do it just to fuck with you guys. He's like, he's like I'm always calling out P.O. He's like, but I love you guys. I just like to do it because it pisses him off. We, we met Anthony. Is that is that yeah. the Anthony? That's the fucking Anthony. If you think I don't know Anthony, Anthony's like kept me up at night because he always, he would have those comments, but it's, it's those comments when there's like truth to it. So those are the ones you like there's a reason that we know fuck fucking Anthony up on shout me. out to Anthony thanks yeah. for sending me DMs where you threatened to murder me and cause me trouble like uh, are, are ma you're making it difficult for me to sleep I really appreciate that about you I so fucking love Anthony he, 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 love doesn't, you guys. he doesn't do that <laughs> yeah I, I, I love Anthony he's the man honestly I love I Pio, I love that when you get angry, like your Italian side comes down, like I'm walking here, Anthony. I'm walking here. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if we start breaking out into Italian and didn't even realize it. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, we got Skeleton on stage. It says that you're a crypto geek. I'm not familiar with your profile page. What's going on, Skeleton? 
Wow. So you're not familiar with the dick butts then, huh? Oh, that's a dick butt. Okay. But you zoomed in on it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I zoomed in because the cute ears are just too cute to, you know, not put in the PFP. And it's it's a clean dick butt, by the way. So got to just put the tip in it, you know? <laughs> sure. Okay. Well, you requested to speak. What's More on your dick mind? jokes. I, what I what do we got next? Guys some real alpha because I hear all the time about other deeds. Hear all the time about Board Ape Yacht Club and they've done nothing for the last five months, you know? Oh, shit. <laughs> they, they really have. I mean, if you're one of the dudes still thinking that Board Ape Yacht Club hasn't topped, you know, newsflash, it topped a couple months ago. Yo, newsflash <laughs> is done. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, the Nets wave. I think all those old projects are over for. I think there's going to be a lot of new projects that come in. Um, I think Ditbutts has a very solid chance at becoming a new blue chip. In this what case. the fuck is going on? With and this, this ain't no joke, too. Look at the actual statistics. Like, it's, it's a joke because the PFP is funny. But the actual statistics, if you look at my um, the background post on my Twitter, you could see how the Ditbutts have performed to all the top blue chips in the space. It's a flight to safety. Dick butts are fine art. If you look at pretty much everything that's pumping lately, that's actually doing good in ETH terms, it's a lot of the fine art projects. (laughs) Dick butts are pretty much like crypto punks. They're they're the small version, the funny version of crypto punks. All the OGs own dick butts. Crypto dip OGs, the OG collection, has a small supply of like 150. Their floor right now is like 80s, 90s around there but i think those could be the ones that hit like 60 east you know <laughs> i'm not even joking you might think i'm joking i i, I know that there is the there's meme potential i also think that you would go as long as we let you go with this i feel like you got a lot <clears throat> noah of noah from christie's well not no longer christie's now noah from uh larva uh, sorry um uh, yuga yuga labs is uh is very bullish on the dick butts uh that said yeah, I mean, these are just random numbers. He was like, it, if you look at the numbers, uh, you'll see that this is verifiably one of the best-looking projects visually, and that's, like, just not quantitative at all. So it's very difficult for me to actually provide any sort of assessment on any of these numbers. Well, I mean, the biggest reason I'm still holding to this day is I was looking at statistics on different projects, and one of the statistics I was looking at is, like, how long the average wallet holds the NFT in each different project. And I was looking around. And since Board Apes is like one of the main projects, it's been out for a while. So you could kind of look at that statistic and actually get a grip on the project. Board Apes average unique wallet holding period is like there's set there I think there's like sixty five percent that have held for three months to a year within that range period. On Dick Butts it's seventy seven percent. I believe and, it. Like so, and, and the- yeah, one point fifty seven. Very high chance. Just to put it in, you know, Blaine, you know, speaking terms, I think they have a very high chance of becoming like the Doge coin of the crypto space for the NFT space. It's you know, they're I hanging think the around. But meme will. I think the dip but meme will become bigger than the actual project itself, and that's how the community will grow. You know.
Yeah, dude. Uh, uh, look, at the end of the day, the meme thing in the NFT space is a real thing. Like, I am being serious here. There's a 1.57 ETH floor on this. The one thing I'd like to see is more unique owners on the dick butts. Um, but yeah, I mean, talk about hanging around like in a bear market. It is a, a flight to quality. You're calling it fine art. I think that's you're kind of be saying that tongue in cheek. I think it's, you know, uh, fine crypto pixel art that is memed, which in this I mean, game, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's not fine art really but if you look at the pixel art like it's some of the best pixel art out there like you can't deny the, the facts it's some of the best pixel art like actually yeah i mean there's there's six point the million people on this planet you can definitely convince a couple other dummies to buy it so i think it'd go up <laughs> i knew kicks was gonna I mean, with the that. funny thing is the funny thing is it's done better than almost any other project you guys have mentioned on here and it will continue to do better Whoa. than any other project you guys have mentioned Whoa. here because the one reason it will any of is because it has like a oh. real community a real tight it has a cult behind it anytime you find a project with a Those small collection a tight that has a tight cult <laughs> you want to be bullish on it you know yeah i'm <laughs> sure you guys will don't, do a don't great forget, uh, was a cult at one day it, i mean it still is but it's all right i feel like we're, we're good on this but yeah, what i would say is running, like yeah. look if, if if there's if there were enough people that were able to convince people to buy this bitcoin bullshit there's definitely going to be a bunch of people that were able to convince people to buy yep. dick butts. So yeah, we know that that's where right. it's going. All right. Well, Same anyway, thing. I'm going to hit Bitcoin, with... dick butts, one for one. One for one. Same thing. Going to hit a little uh, room reset. Move on from, from the crypto dick butts. This is the NFT Morning Show. We do this show Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. If you're just joining us, buy our NFT. It's pinned to the top. You already know. Check it out. We're going to burn them, apparently. Nick wants to buy them and burn them. You're, that's the that's the of apps. <laughs> And support that rich motherfucker SBF, you know? Help him make that damn cash. And, uh, you know, sign up for it using our code. Look, there's 1,300 people in here, and I feel like 50 people have signed up for FTX ever since we started this sponsorship. So there's still another, you know, 1,300 of you. Nice math. Just, I saw you just say just, 1,100, 1,200. I, I don't know. Look, I forgot math this morning. Uh, after being thrown onto a basketball court and then a football field and just being dropped into random locations, it kind of shakes your head around. So just go to it, thenifty.com slash FTX. That's all you got to do and sign up for that shit. And help well, we that rich motherfucker SPF. He needs that cake. He needs it. Well, we got Wapi on stage. Wapi has been active on the content front this week. Maybe uh, NFT NYC inspired Wapi uh, to get deeper into content. It was great hanging out with him. Uh, Wapi, I'm assuming that you requested to speak for a reason. What's on your mind? I mean, I was just looking over the stuff that we were talking about yesterday. Uh, like when Kix was introducing the Karma Monkey today, I think that that was like I called it out. I think that that was a bit wrong. I didn't realize yesterday that the supply was 20,000 when I brought it up. I thought it was only going to be 10,000. So I don't know what they were thinking trying to release like a 20,000 supply collection. I don't know if all 20,000 minted at 0.5, but I just feel like that's way out of tune with the market. Um, the thing that took me by surprise yesterday was the wizard thing. But I think that even pumped. And then looking at that today, that's like priced down. So I think sentiment, especially with ETH about to go into three digits, is just... Um, you got to respect the quick pump and get out before the dump. Are you holding like crypto or are you all in USDC? Like, how are you approaching this? I have enough ETH to do some gas transactions and uh, everything else is in USDC pretty much. Wow. Wow. Wapi drawing a line in the sand and saying no ETH for me. Uh, Nick, what do you think of that? 
I, I'm in the same position, less than one ETH um, at the moment and at this moment in time. It's hard, you know, you can't really call a bottom. Uh, and so if there's <clears throat> long-term investing, you might as well pick up, frankly, I don't, um, I buy a, for Bitcoin, I just buy and don't sell. That's the one that, uh, that's my approach with Let's uh, go, Bitcoin baby. itself. And uh, so I would maybe add a little bit as it drops. It's mm -hmm. hard to see. It's hard to see the levels on uh, Bitcoin though right now. Like it just doesn't look good. Um, and so, although actually, there is arguably you could say the level that it's at literally right now is uh, bottom, and then we have a double bottom and it bounces off of here. But um, I don't know. Anyways, that's my strategy there. ETH. Well, I've been saying it over and over. I'm I'm just like trading um, at this point in time. If I'm able to scalp a few thousand dollars, uh, that's nice. You know, that uh, helps contribute to my rent and it ain't cheap in New York City. So I have to keep doing the show every day and trying to make trades that will help me support my expensive rent. So that's what I'm working on at the moment. <laughs> Thank you for sharing, Nick. I just let Mr. Long NFT on stage. We met Mr. Long when we did the show live in New York City at DGen Arcade during NFT NYC. Mr. Long has the badass Gucci ape as his profile picture. What's going on? Yeah, howdy, y'all. I'm coming from that new Solana phone. Can y'all hear me all right? <laughs> Are you doing a character right now? Yeah, That's we can't. We, Let's go. Oh, yeah, we can't hear you. All right, no, no. I think you're thinking of someone else. I was in the back smoking them Marlboro Reds. I apologize for that fire alarm. <laughs> we got a full-on character from Mr. Long here. Wasn't expecting that. Uh, didn't he know was that trying to. He was trying to play Billy Bob, the sports guy. There has not been a lot of sports recently, though, so uh, we just skipped over his uh, little segment. <laughs> <laughs> well, this Solana phone's pretty cool. It's uh, the connection's all right, but it does keep saying mainnet beta outage. Not sure what that means, but it seems to be working now. So apparently I'm calling y'all through the blockchains. Maybe P.O. can explain that Bitcoin technology to me at some point. But, hey, I want to talk about that hairy guy. The like hairy guy? guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the hairy guy y'all had on your YouTube, uh, he's in the Illuminati. Mm, yeah, AJT. Oh, AJT. Yeah, it turns out he, he made them goblins, which did pretty nice, but uh, – he did say they found. I don't remember meeting anyone speaking with this accent. I'm going to be completely. It, he's honest. doing a character. Okay, got it. Uh, that's where you're wrong there, P.O. But he did say they found a project that predates them crypto punks that they're giving to their holders and they want to break the internet. Sounds hard to do, but all I've been seeing on that Twitter is them goblins. So they did something right. But uh, I typically don't like them. Illuminati wearing robes and pulling all them strings, but they say if you can't beat them, join them, right? So giddy up, I guess. What y'all think? Scissors to your dick. Join the Illuminati or buy a crypto butt dick. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I did not expect uh, that. Um, that fired. was pretty good. That was pretty good. Um, did you just say a crypto butt dick? Honestly. Honestly, I think I'm going to buy a crypto dick butt after that. That was pretty legendary. <laughs> well, I mean, look, with these historical projects, right, there was some kind of pump on it a little bit because I know... Well, hold on. Which was the historical one? He didn't even reference it. It's, crypto it's dick not, butt is not historical. No, I know. Uh, it, it hasn't come out yet. So oh. the Illuminati squad is going to, I think, airdrop or free claim to Goblin Holders this project that Dave discovered allegedly but oh it's a God, or to Illuminati. No, not this bull crap again oh we found a stupid fucking like dude what if you fucking 
find a bankrupt company from 2016 and we just resurrect it and uh, Bro, I just sell everyone shares as NFTs. It's historical. Shit. Yeah, I know how Kix feels about this. I, I actually feel I feel similar um, because like at the end of the day, right? there is some significance to some of these historical NFTs, but you have to wonder if in the next cycle, they're really going to actually come back for real. Like I have no doubt that there will be concentrated pumps, like coordinated pumps on curio cards. The big holders of curio cards that have massive bags are just going to keep on dumping on people. The narrative will get built up and they're just going to dump, dump, dump on new market participants. So, it's going to happen. Go ahead. Next. Someone's saying that it's going to Illuminati holders instead. Oh, okay. Sit, not goblin holders. Okay. And, and, and which would, I'd be pissed off. If it was the goblin and not Illuminati because it'd be like, yo, what the hell? And I think that's the sort of uh, line that they have to ride now is that they're juggling multiple NFT projects and they need to provide uh, value there. It, so it'll be interesting to see um, uh, to see what happens. Uh, what I also uh, take away from this is is if you're able to, and Signal suggested the potential of doing this, if you're in an actual meeting at your job and you're able to uh, say, hey, scissors to your dick and get someone's opinion on it and record it, I'll give you a free portal. First person to do that, uh, I'll actually give you, <laughs> give you two of them. Uh, that's what I'm willing to offer if you're able to record that in an actual business meeting Nick, uh, i'm actively trying to lose my job so do you really want to take this in? so uh well wait until uh we get your uh, agreement in place but the, uh, <laughs> in terms of um i would say uh well then i you're, for you i'll give you one portal okay so that that's uh whoever i said two though so i'll keep my word if you genuinely in a meeting uh ask your uh ask your superior and say, look, uh, I completely agree with you, but scissors to your <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look, scissors to your but, dick. But, but so explicit. Good God. But, Apologies but, to all of our normal but, audience members that aren't so, used to hearing language uh, like this. Seriously. If it's a female superior, that works as well. I mean, I, it doesn't matter. Gender be damned. Oh. Just, you need to just ask now them. I just try to get someone arrested. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Nick, we'll I'm fucking quitting. I'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> Wappy, you have your hand raised. What's on your mind? Yeah, I, I guess. Um, so I guess I had a question for people um, about some, I guess, I, in real life utility stuff and something that might turn into a hybrid crypto like annual model. But um, I don't know. I think we've talked about it on the show before, but I don't know if people remember. There's a project called The Ticket. Um, yep, what yep. they basically do is they have uh, season tickets to... Um, different venues in like San Francisco, LA, Miami, New York, London. And I think they're looking at a few other markets um, that is finishing its mint today uh, or it's cutting off its mint. So if they don't mint out, there's going to not going to be any more minting. So that's ending today. What they're thinking about doing, or I guess, let me go back a step. So if you own one of these passes, you can essentially get into a waiver wire line and then claim tickets to these events and they own the events for everything so it's like uh, football concerts nba hockey you know whatever plays at the venue in london it's um, soccer football however you guys want to call it um what they're thinking of doing to keep kind of revenue coming in and to keep expanding into other markets is selling like an annual membership so it would be um, a cheaper option uh, maybe not when you look at like what the black pass costs in u.s dollar terms right now but the idea is in the future that would be a cheaper option and what it would do is it allow you to buy tickets at the venue within your city uh, at a 
you know, much discounted rate compared to what you get on like Ticketmaster. So the idea would be you go to a handful of events and it pays off your membership. I'm trying to gauge if people are actually interested in a model like this or not. And if not, are why are you just confused by it? Or if so, um, you know, are you excited by it? Because I'm trying to decide if I want to buy some more passes right now or not. And I think the main thing with this project is how much financing do they have and how much runway do they have to keep buying tickets? And I think right now we're anticipating that they have like all of this year paid, potentially all of next year paid. And then year three is where it starts to get um, into, uh, you know, doing more people or not. <laughs> well, Wapi, if I recall correctly, when you brought up this project and for people that don't know the project, he's talking about his ticket, but the way it's spelled is T-I-C-K, the number three T. So it can be hard to find on OpenSea, but put that number three in instead of the E on ticket. But I, if I recall correctly, Wapi, they don't airdrop you an NFT of the ticket. They give you like a legit StubHub ticket. Is that correct? Yeah. And so for most of the tickets, um, what they've because I listened to an AMA they had yesterday and, you know, a couple of my real life friends have brought up, like, are they even allowed to do this? What they are saying that they're doing is they're going to the venues and basically saying like, we're a private little membership club. We're going to be distributing the tickets to our members. Um, and the venues basically say like, okay, so are you going to be reselling these? And they say, you know, some of these might get resold, but our intention is that most of these are going to go to members who are actually going to be going to the venues. So when you claim a ticket, most they'll let you know if you must attend or if it's something where you're able to um, send it around. But the tickets are not NFTs. So like if you request to go to like a, a Miami Dolphins game or something, like you're going to get sent the tickets in StubHub or whatever venue, um, you know. I'm not into it. I think that it's going, this is absolutely going to get Web3, uh, like a transformed Web3 style. But I think the way it'll happen is an entity, like I'll, I think of Vayner Sports as an example. And basically what you're, what you're thinking about is, right, a company raises money through NFT project, right? So that's the model. We know that you get that upfront capital from the NFT model. Then company has resources that the average person doesn't have. So the company can get a bunch of tickets to a UFC event, for example, for cheap because they have the connections to the UFC event. Then they can airdrop the tickets to the UFC event to the NFT holders in a random way, just like if you had a bored ape and you got airdropped the mutant serum, some people got the M1 serum, some people got the rarer M2 serum, and very few people got the rare M3 serum. So the rare ticket drop could be like courtside tickets to the game Whereas or literally back, you know, uh, the bleachers way deep, right? And you can then, you have to be able to sell it as an NFT. Like you got to do this stuff in a crypto native way. And plus, I think we can all, um, you know, really kind of agree that over the next decade, I know it's a long time, this technology is just better than the previous technology and good technology eats everything. So you're going to see ticketing technology just move to blockchain-based technology purely because it's better. And you're already seeing that, you know, Haritos uh, on stage, they airdropped the tickets to the Lyrical Lemonade uh, Summer Smash Festival. Gary V forced people to go to OpenSea to buy um, tickets for VCon. So you're it already seeing smooth, it. It was smooth, the Lyrical thing too. Like it was a scan of your phone. You didn't need a hot wallet on it. You needed to just connect it to get the QR code scan it once burns the qr code you get the tickets it was like crazy smooth and effortless to use i was i was a big fan 
look at that. What a surprise. The technology that's better than the previous technology works smoothly and we're only in the first year of it, right? So I think that you're going to see that. And I mean, when I look at the space now, Vayner Sports is probably the first uh, group that I could see potentially doing that. I don't know if they're going to do it in the next like year or two, but I could see that happening. My problem with something like it is that I feel like it's like it's a small entity to do that. Signal as her hand raised. I'd love to hear what she thinks about this. Well, on Vayner, NFT Loverboy came on the show the other day and said that Vayner are moving to uh, tickets as NFTs. So that, that that's already happening. Oh, shit. But Whoppy, to answer your question, something like this would work extremely well in the UK because you have people who are season holders within football. So if they support Tottenham, Arsenal, whatever, they, like they are diehard fans and that is what they do for the season. But there's also people who want to go to the games but don't want to be a season holder. And in that context, if you like football, that thing that you'd be like, right, tonight there's an Arsenal game. I want to go. And if I hold this NFT, I can get access to that ticket. For me personally, I'm not about football games. But if there was a con if there was a context of, say, tennis where I could hold that NFT and I could go to Wimbledon and I'm guaranteed a Wimbledon ticket, um, I would hold that NFT the whole year just so I can go to Wimbledon for those two weeks. And then there could be a raffle around, you know, do you get to go to the finals, the quarterfinals, or do you just maybe go to the first week? So I think in, in, in the UK model, football is the best place to start. Absolutely. Node? Yeah, just to answer uh, Wappy's question, I, I do own, I've got a couple tickets uh, myself, and I, I, like, I like the model. I honestly don't think, that, the one reason I like it compared to Banner Sports is that you know, Banner Sports is is awesome. I, I I love what they're up to, but having fifteen thousand people, you know, it's like everything's a raffle, and your odds are not great. Whereas the ticket, it's like okay, you know, I know that I could probably go to a couple pretty big events every year. Like I want to go to a couple F one events, and then I'm like, my ticket will have paid for itself. I'm not overly concerned about the the NFT tech piece at the moment. It's like it, I think I honestly kind of prefer not having it be an NFT because if I want to resell it, if the, if it's an option, then I can resell it to normies, right? And my my uh, the market is way larger for that. Like, so I, I actually think it's all right. But again, my my same concern is yours, Wappy, which is Wait. okay. What what happens after year two? You know. And no, were you um? It, has there already been raffles? In in Vayner Sports Pass, there there's raffles like every week. Okay, because I own eight of these. They need to figure something out. Okay, like I paid thousands of dollars for eight or ten of these. I don't I don't want to be like oh uh, checking like oh I got to get in a raffle every every week like oh I got to go raffle around. Why don't you the just, tickets? Why don't you just airdrop the tickets? Yeah, it's called Web Three, bro. Like airdrop you know the what tickets. I'm. <laughs> they did. They did. No, no. I'm. I agree. I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, dude, yeah, it's so even, annoying. Dude, I own so many NFTs where they like do these little things, and it's like, oh, sorry, I'm not sitting around on the toilet looking in your Discord five times a day. Like, I got shit to do. You know, it's Web three. Like, look at the wallet. Drop me some tickets. That's the problem, <laughs> though. Like, I, I totally agree with you. That's why I want fewer. I need to be in fewer projects, but you got to pay attention. Either way, though, even if they yeah. airdrop it to your wallet, like they would. You, you would have to check your wallet and know what's going on. So it's like, I don't know if there's an easy solution. Although I do like Give me that, a phone they, call. that raffle tag. <laughs> yo, Give me a phone call. call. Give him a phone call. You yo, on phone. God, no cap, yo. It, it, it kicks the real, answer's for real. Phone. <laughs> for real, for real. Uh, all right. Well, look. Well, her, since we're, let's let's finish this because Harito is definitely a relevant person to talk to about this. Then we're gonna wrap. Harito, uh, any thoughts on this? Because you guys literally, you literally did this. On God, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I, uh, I definitely get where Kix is coming from with, like, just, like, wanting to just show up in your wallet. But I think, like, what they might be trying to do is, is kind of similar with what we're trying to do a little bit, too, is, like, you really want – they're really, like, looking to probably influence, like, participation into the community. But, like, the other thing, too, that, and we saw this a lot when we airdropped our tickets. Um, I think even, like, a couple guys from the Nifty were like, I don't see my ticket. I think, actually, P.O., you were like, I don't see my tickets. And I was like, hey, check your hidden folder. Something with OpenSea, right? now and i actually kind of like this because we all get airdropped a lot of junk to us um is now when like airdrops come in and in a certain fashion they show up in the uh in the hidden folder which is like really interesting um so like you have to kind of like tell people hey like check your hidden folder so it's like yeah they could probably airdrop them to you but then like you might not see it and, and like going back to like if you're not like active in these these communities knowing what's going on um then you're going to kind of miss out um on some of these things regardless of the, if they airdropped it to you or if you were like you know just not actively participating um so like again going back to what i was saying earlier with just like people being married i think like people are going to start to dwindle down their collections to like those those three or four main things that they rock with whether it's bay c whether it's the nifty portal you know whatever the case may be um and they're going to start spending time in those communities helping build those communities um and get rewarded from those communities because again like if your floor price of your the project that you bought into is like kind of worthless or whatever well at least you got a cool place to hang out with some people on the internet um and i think we kind of get back to our roots with with this nft stuff a little bit well i'm trying to hang out with people on the internet give me a damn phone call when i win the raffle <laughs> well, well said both of you guys uh we're gonna wrap here benjamin is doing a mastermind chat in our discord so that's some paywalled content everyone's complaining to me like oh you do your shows for free i'm like yeah because i understand how content works here's some fucking paywalled content for you people benjamin's about to crush it in our discord it's going to be recorded and uh privately shown to holders of our nft ben what's the mastermind on so I'm I'm going to be uh, doing a, an interview and talking about uh, th there's a bunch of different questions that they had laid out for me. So I'm really excited, but a lot of it is, you know, based around different strategies, how I deal with, you know, bear and bull markets. What do I look at? What tools and resources do I use? So going to be doing, you know, I think it's like uh, an, an hour to an hour and a half of just straight fire content at least you know if you even give a shit about me at all <laughs> because it's well, from my perspective but it, yeah really excited for it nobody knows tools like ben jammin does uh if there's one thing that i know so check that out buy the nft it's pinned to the top this show happens monday through friday 9 a.m to 10 30 a.m eastern time again ben is doing that mastermind in the discord for holders only with a live q a you're going to learn how to actually use tools that'll make you able to make money he's way better at that shit than anyone else on stage uh no it's going to be good oh god on God. Thank you for joining, ladies and gentlemen. We will catch you tomorrow to close out the week. Buy our NFT. Shout out to FTX, our sponsor. <laughs>